Welcome, welcome podcast listeners. It is so great to have you here with us. Thank you so much for plugging us in your eardrums. You know it means a lot to me, Professor Nez. I'm so excited. I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode of the podcast. If you're new to this podcast, this is the podcast where you will learn exactly how to build your online presence, how to get the right kind of attention, how to earn more, grow faster, and stress less by building your standout personal brand. I don't care if you want to advance your career. I don't care if you want to grow your business. This is the ultimate podcast to learn how to do that. And guess what? It's all free. Now, most of the time we post our live stream, this is a live stream podcast where we will do a live show and then post it to the podcast later. So I really want you to come join us in the podcast and the actual live stream show. So make sure that you uh, follow the hashtag Nez Nation on my LinkedIn profile. Follow us on Twitter, Professor Nez everywhere. Follow us on Facebook, my Facebook business page. Make sure you click on that bell notification, get all live notifications. So that way you can talk to me in real time and ask questions in real time. Um, without further ado, though, I don't want to take up too much time. This podcast episode is an actual coaching call that I gave to an awesome young man by the name of Anthony, who was a former student of mine. And he's interested in learning more about how he can build his online business. If you are out there right now and you're wondering, you just have maybe a little murmur, a little inkling, just a little tremor of a possibility that just kind of tingles in the deepest recesses of your bones. Maybe I could do this. Maybe I could quit my nine to five. Maybe I could actually build something. There's so many opportunities online. You're going to love this podcast episode. So make sure that you listen, especially all the way to the end. You're going to absolutely love it. I don't want to waste any more time. It's so good that I, I got to get out of here. So go check it out. You're going to love it. Welcome to your Personal Branding 101 Podcast with your host, Professor Nez. Helping you to discover your purpose, communicate your message so you can impact your audience. So wait a minute. Tell me real, really quickly. You graduated when again? When did you graduate? Well, I graduated December of 2019, but technically we're considered 2020. Okay, it was December of 2019. Okay, that's so killer. So what have you been up to? What's been going on? What's been happening? Well, I've been at the same place I've been since I've started. So when I started, okay, remind me, remind me where that is. Cause I, I totally, I want to catch up on everything. I want all the information. Okay. So I work at a real estate company called okay. Mercor. It's like a okay. appraisal firm. So what I do is I do quality control on appraisals that come in. So we get like a checklist of items. So we get like, I usually have like two computers, you know, left screen, right screen. And then, uh -huh. uh, you know, one is this huge PDF appraisal report. You just go through it. The other side is like a checklist of items. So like Wells Fargo, City Mortgage, all these companies that have specific um, requirements. I just make sure it meets them. And if they don't, then I mark what's wrong, tell the vendor what they need to fix. And that's about it. It's I've only been there. I've been there since like June of 2016. Um Okay. So you you took my class, I think. Was it 2017 or 2016? That was 2017. It was 2017. Nice. Gosh. Seems like eons ago, doesn't it? Kind of. But at the same time. Kind of, but not really. It's actually not that long ago. <laughs> not that know. long ago. Yeah. yeah. I know. For me, 2017, it's like, I mean, you know, I don't, it just seems like eons ago. Because, because, mm. Cause I, it's so funny, like as you get older and you know, you have more responsibilities, Andrew, and you have more obligations mm -hmm. um, and you're responsible for like 
like organizations and businesses, you know, like uh, it's your, your time is like, there's never enough time. There's never enough yeah. time. How old are you now, Andrew? 27, 26. I just turned 28 on July 14th. Oh dude, you're a baby. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> hey, Andrew. I'm old. <laughs> hey, Andrew, I know what you're thinking. I remember being 28 living, uh, you know, I moved, I just moved back with my parents. I got out of a terrible relationship with a girl in Los Angeles. I was living in Hollywood for about three, three, two, three years. Um, and I moved back with my parents. I was 27 and my 28th birthday came up like a month later. So this was like towards the fall. Cause I was born in December. Mm-hmm. Dude, I remember being 28 and thinking I'm 43 now. And so, dude, I remember being 28, Andrew, and thinking to myself, holy macadamia nut, my life is over. Like, I'm nobody. I don't have a job. I don't have a career. I don't have – that's funny. You know what? At 28, I went back and got my master's degree, Mm -hmm. and my teaching career really started. I mean, I was teaching here and there before that, but my teaching, my real kind of professorship, if you will, I didn't start till I was 29, 30. So, um, you know, um, I know exactly what you're thinking. You're thinking, holy crap, I'm 28 years old. I'm almost 30. 30 feels like the oldest number on the planet, right? Andrew, let me tell you something. You're not going to believe me when I say this, but I have to say this to you, dude. 30 is nothing. 30 is nothing. You've got so much time, dude. Appreciate this. I'm 43 and I still feel like I'm in my prime. I feel like I haven't even started yet. And I've been doing this for 20 years. Um, The way life expectancy is going, the way that medical science is going, besides this whole COVID crap, I mean, life expectancy goes up every single year. So, I mean, by the time that you're my age, you know, 40 is going to be the new 30, the new 20. So, dude. I know exactly what that number, what an ugly number too. like 29. Like when do you turn 29? It would be a year from now. <laughs> okay. So you just turned 28. Yeah. Uh, uh, dude, dude, first of all, happy belated birthday. And second of all, yeah. 29 is the ugliest number on in the galaxy. It's the ugliest number. <laughs> like what, what do you have? What, you're like, I'm 29. Like that's a weird number. It's like you're not in your 20s, really. You're, you're, you're knocking on the doorstep of 30, mm-hmm. and it's just like a weird number. It's almost as bad as 39, right? So, dude, dude, let me tell you something. You've got absolutely – you too, Andrew. I, I said this to you when you were in my class too. Your energy, your ingenuity, your intelligence, you know, the only thing that's going to be stopping you from anything in this life is the dude in your dome. That's the only dude. That's the only dude that's going to be stopping you. You may think it's external forces. You may think it's the economy. You may think it's society. You may think it's crappy professors. You may think it's whatever. But let me tell you something, Andrew. It's only the dude in your dome. That's it. Mm -hmm. You've got to understand this. I wish somebody would have told me this. They don't teach this stuff in school. Yeah. I wish somebody would have told me this when I was your age. It's the dude inside your head is the only obstacle you need to get over. As Mm -hmm. soon as you understand that he can't do jack, without your permission, the whole universe opens up. Yeah. That that's something when you told me that in class, I've always held on to that. You know what? I'm so happy that you did. And I know you check out my videos on YouTube too, because I know you get a lot out of them, but, uh, and I really appreciate it. I was so looking forward for like five days. I was like, I can't wait to meet with Andrew. I'm serious. You know, you don't believe me, but I'm serious. I couldn't wait to meet with you. Um, I want to hear more. Tell me. So you're at this, you're right now you're working in a real estate uh, uh, firm. What's, what's your goal? What do you want to do? Why did you want to meet with me? What did you want to talk about? 
Well, I well, of course I wanted to meet to catch up because I haven't seen you in forever. <laughs> Dude, anytime. Um, Seriously, anytime you want to catch up, just send me a message. You know how to get a hold of me. I'm pretty much everywhere. Yeah, yeah you are. You're um, following me on Instagram too, right, Andrew? I think so. If not, okay. I'll double check and make sure I am. Yeah, I mean, I'm mostly <laughs> on LinkedIn, YouTube. Uh, those are my two major platforms. I mean, Facebook, I still have my business page. And Facebook is just posting kitty photos and family stuff. Um, Instagram, I still post business stuff, but, but Instagram's gotten so much, um, pay to play now. Yeah. So, uh, it's, there's hardly any organic reach like YouTube and LinkedIn are the best platforms for organic reach and my podcast too, which I love, mm-hmm. which by the uh, way, you put the banner up there. See, so check this out. Are you ready to see this, uh, Andrew? You see that little sure. banner that just popped up? Yeah. That's my podcast. So we're on Spotify. We're here. Hold on a second. Let me actually show the audience too. Yeah, I mean, I, we're not live. Your... We're not. We're not live right now. But I want to yeah. just show people uh, my my kind of. So here we are on. Um, here we are on. Um, if you if you where, where do you listen to where do you listen to podcasts mostly? Um, uh, well, Andrew? Uh, usually I'll listen on YouTube. But I remember you told me about your podcast, so I, I do have the Apple Podcast that you have. Oh, you do have the Apple Podcast. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, so if I if I screen share right now, um, let me show you something. So uh, I want to I want to show you this real fast if I can do this. Um, so yeah, like like this right here. If you can see this, can you see this right now, uh, uh, Andrew? Yeah, I just have to look really so, close. Yeah, so if you can see that right there, that is that's the Apple Podcast right there. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, um, obviously, we've also got you know uh, Spotify too, which is huge because Spotify. You know, I don't know if you know this or not, but Spotify actually um, is becoming a huge contender for uh, is becoming a huge contender for uh, uh, the king of podcasts. You know, I mean, Apple is kind of the king of podcasts. But like, but like Spotify is becoming like, because, you know, they made a great deal with Joe Rogan recently. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, I did. Uh, and so Spotify is becoming a monstrous platform. So if you're not on Spotify, holy macadamia nut, it's, it's all over. And so, yeah, just, I just wanted to uh, let you know and let and anybody who might be watching this later um, to know that we're on those platforms and I'll leave links in the description too. And you could just go, you could just type in Nez nation live podcast, Spotify, Apple, and, and that's where you can find us. It's literally to me, it's like having a university in your eardrums, the best university on the planet about mindset and messaging. I mean, literally that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is about you, not me. So talk to me, <laughs> tell me, tell me a little bit about what you kind of, I mean, I, I, we can catch up for hours, but tell me a little bit about what you kind of, what questions you had and stuff. Okay. Um, well, the thing is, though, my goal technically is to just work for myself, like have my own business. Um, smart. So, Especially you, dude. That's smart. Um, the thing is, though, it's, you know, of course, it's a challenge to get started, you know, whether you start by yourself or with a friend. Um, so there's two things that I do right now. Um, one of them is I do fix phones on the side. So that kind of helps. Fix phones. Like, how do you fix phones? Like, uh, like technical or like, yeah, like more so programmatic? Like, so like the screens, like oh, say nice. somebody somebody breaks like their screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you just like take it off, put a new one on. That could be a good business, actually. I've heard a lot of people yeah. saying, you know, I've I've actually coached uh, somebody who did that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. 
Nice. Yeah, it, it's it's good side money, but it's not my main yet. So the main one that I'm doing is with a friend. We're doing like a clothing, a clothing line, like a streetwear line. Nice. Um, the only issue is that we've had so many name changes trying to figure out like what works. So that's the start off process is a little bit difficult. Um, one name that we wanted to use ended up being bought out back in like 1993 or something like yeah. that. And yeah. the, we tried doing research on this company and they sell baby clothes. So it's like they bought the name. Wait, did you buy the, did you buy the domain name first or you didn't buy the domain name first? No, we, we didn't buy the, You were just thinking about it kind of? Yeah. We were looking okay. into it like the, looking at like the trademark services and stuff. Right. Um, right. So some company ended up having a name that we wanted. So we went with something else kind of in relation to like what's happening now. Cause it's fairly relevant, but of course it's like, that's kind of a theme about it. It's trying to make, you know, cause you know, people should wear a mask and be safe. So it's kind of promoting looking good while being safe in a sense. Um, so yeah, it's just also, there's a lot of brands that you see, like, I don't know if you've ever seen them on like, instagram they pop up and they're just these cookie cutter same brands and they all say like oh 40 off sale it's like this is cheap so definitely it's something we want to move on to a more premium type of clothing of course we also oh, let me ask you a couple questions is this is this private label or are you doing uh like how are you are these shirts that you're manufacturing or you're getting them from a distributor uh, we would be getting the blanks from a distributor. Uh, the one that we have is here in the United States. So we want to keep, we're trying to keep everything within the United States. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's so a good idea. Especially now, especially yeah. now with what's happening. First yes. of all, I just want to say, I think that this idea is amazingly good and it's absolutely what you should be doing. And mm -hmm. even if it fails, which it's not going to, but even if it fails or even if you go through, look, the whole, the whole thing that like, like what you were talking about, Andrew, about how, you know, you're going through all these changes and changing your mind and this idea, that idea, dude, if you want to be an entrepreneur, let me tell you something. I said this on the show uh, this past Sunday and uh, just a real quick plug every single Sunday, live 930 AM Pacific, 1230 PM Eastern time office hours with yours truly. You can ask me anything. Um, business. I mean, really life too is adaptation times infinity. Adaptation times infinity. Don't forget that. I'm going to make that into a shirt. Business equals adaptation times infinity because there is never a day where everything is just hunky-dory. There is never a moment where you're like, okay, cool. We got this. Everything's cool. We can just there's no, there's no coasting. There's no cruising. I mean, obviously you can get in systems and processes that allow for your business to scale and operate in a more, um, you know, uh, uh, efficient manner. Mm -hmm. But dude, I've been doing this for over 20 years, Andrew. And like, even last night I was tweaking my website. Even last night I'm tweaking this, I'm changing this. I mean, it's adaptation, man, especially because the marketplace never stays the same. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so the businesses that fail, the businesses that are failing right now, like a lot of retail stores, the businesses that didn't take advantage of the online, you know, gig economy, the, 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 the fact that, you know, uh, the people like, look at Walmart, look what Walmart's doing. I mean, in order for Walmart to even come close to competing with Amazon, now they're starting to do like a, a their version of Amazon prime. So, really? so my point is, let me get back to the point. Cause I don't want to digress. 
adaptation times infinity. The name changing, the logo changing, the color changing, the this, don't let that stuff stop you mm-hmm. from actually creating a business. Um, go for it. Don't overthink these things. It's really, really important. If you're doing kind of a private label, you're getting uh, uh, actual, like, is it one kind of product or multiple clothing products? And just be general so you don't have to give away anything. But this is nothing. I mean, honestly, Andrew, this is nothing even worth keeping secret because everybody's doing this now. Yeah. I mean, everybody's doing print on demand and and clothing and fashion, apparel, e-commerce. Is that what you kind of want to do is fashion, apparel, e-commerce? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody's doing this. Everybody's doing this. So tell me a little bit more. Is this, how did you, where, how did you build this relationship with this manufacturer, this distributor? I went to, uh, what was it? are they friends or family or something? No, no, no. They, they are, they're just a company that's based in LA. I met them at the, um, what's called the ISS show. Okay. Where a lot of it's where you go to. So you, you you did your thing. You're you're yeah. Andrew Garcia. You're a good looking, young, smart, intelligent dude. You did your networking thing, okay? And so you said, "Hey, we wanna we wanna market your product. We wanna sell your product." How did that? What what was their kind of reaction to this? And how did they? How did you get them to partner with you? Or are they? Is that still in the works? Oh no! In terms of like a partnership it's more of their they just create blanks so we would just purchase their blanks that's all it is it's basically and then you do the designing and everything yeah so so it's a wholesaler who's selling you basically is this high quality blanks like cotton whatever Mm -hmm. okay good and is this mostly t-shirts or what kind of fashion and apparel they have t-shirts they got uh what were you thinking for your business yeah we're definitely going to do t-shirts jackets um like hoodies and stuff like that. Nice. Windbreakers, maybe pants one day, but we we're definitely trying to keep everything here in the U S if it comes down to, um, cause I know some hoodies, they, if they don't look good enough, we don't want to use them, but we, we also want to make sure that they're ethic, ethically, um, produced because we don't want to use anything that's, oh, that's super you know, important. jeopardizing people's lives. Um, so they they do have hoodies and stuff, but I'm kind of not too keen on how they would look because there's a certain fit that we're going for, and if they don't meet it, then we're gonna have to probably find someone else. But in terms of their t-shirts, those are great. So yeah. we're gonna definitely get those, and then we have like a printing. We have a printing place here in the U.S. too that we're gonna have done. They're also gonna make the labels. So that's our that's our start, and then now we can we need to find someone to help create a website. So. Which is easy. That's nothing. You could go yeah. on Fiverr. You could go on Upwork. You could go, uh, you could, I mean, web developers, or you could even do it yourself. You can use yeah. something like Squarespace or Wix. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if you want to make this like really professional, and if you're not good at developing websites, um, then definitely hire a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, so how can I help? I mean, that's, I love this. First of all, this is brilliant. And you know what you're doing too, Andrew, is you're starting with the right intention which is ethics high quality product the third thing that you have to do because i've consulted a lot of e-commerce stores and i've even ran e-commerce stores before as a matter of fact i might even build a new shopify store very soon Mm -hmm. are you guys looking into shopify or what are you kind of using or thinking about uh we don't want to use shopify because they do take a lot of the proceeds away from it so we kind of want to start from the ground up and just have it all done in-house so we can maximize profit so we can re 
uh, reinvest into the company, and then grow. Brilliant. You're doing everything right. I mean, you're doing everything right. You're thinking about ethics. You're thinking about high-quality products manufactured in the U.S. of A., which is awesome. That's going to be something that not only is prized by the North American market, but even, you know, foreign markets love manufactured in USA. They know that the quality of the product is going to be high. Uh, so you could even go global with that. <clears throat> um, yeah. Here's the other, here's the other factor to this. Uh, that's really, really huge. <laughs> yeah. Take these notes, take these notes is the, the biggest way, because I meant what I said and don't let saturation scare you. Saturation mm -hmm. should not scare you. The biggest differential, and even Amazon can't do this, the biggest differential between you and everybody else is going to be two things. Number one, the customer experience is going to be huge. Creating a customer experience that does not feel salesy, does not feel inauthentic, does not feel pushy, does not feel generic. Mm -hmm. And then number two, you need to smother them with unbelievable customer service. And when I say unbelievable customer service, I don't just mean responding to emails or questions. I don't mean like you need to go above and beyond and make sure that you're there for your customers and that if there's any problems, you solve them in the fastest, most efficient uh, way possible. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the difference. Amazon can't do that anymore. They can't. Their customer service sucks. Uh -huh. A lot of the big box stores, their customer service stinks. The 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 e-commerce ventures, the fashion and apparel ventures, and I've got videos on my YouTube channel that talk about, I actually have a coaching call that I did with a student a couple of years ago on my YouTube channel where he wants to start a clothing business much like you, and I talked to him about that. Um, the ones that are successful, the kind of sort of mom and pop stores, you know, because you're, you're, you're going to be kind of grassroots, you know, and, 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 and homegrown, you're not looking to uh, have any big entities, uh, uh, you know, hover over you and, and, and license you or what have you, you want to do this from the ground up mm -hmm. biggest differential, the, the ones that are successful, they go absolutely all in on customer service. And I mean, you know, really, really diving deep into what their wants are, their needs are, their pain points, their challenges, their obstacles, and serving them incessantly, obsessively serving them. You know what I mean, Andrew? Mm -hmm. I mean, it That's sounds to me like you've got a great idea for product. I'm sure you've got the creative down and you don't have to mention the creative and what you're going to mm -hmm. put on the shirts and apparel, what have you. It sounds to me, I mean, you obviously got a great head on your shoulder. You're already thinking about your intention. You're already thinking about ethics, which is beautiful. You know, most people get in this game. The biggest mistake that they make, Andrew, is it's all about the money. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. You want to make money. I mean, money is important. Money is everything. But but the, the, the irony is, the paradox is, is that the less you think about money and the more you think about quality, customer experience, customer service, customer mm -hmm. journey, creating an experience for the consumer that's different, that pounds them with we're all about you. It's all about them. The money will come. I mean, in droves, the money will come in droves. I'm living proof of this. One thing that every client of mine says about me, <clears throat> I'd say the biggest thing about me and my success, Andrew, 
is every client that you talk to who's ever worked for me has been like, anytime I wanted to ask Nez something or anytime I wanted to reach out to Nez or anytime I had a problem, he was there in minutes. He was there fast, furious, and he went above and beyond. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know you've had this happen, Andrew. How many times have you tried to deal with a company problem? Let's say your phone bill, your Verizon bill, your internet bill, your whatever. Uh, you're having something delivered, Amazon, uh, maybe an insurance, anything. And it's just been a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, even look at education. I mean, trying to get your education. Like I, I remember, I mean, just on being on both sides of it as a student and, and a professor, the bureaucracy is just a nightmare. You've got to avoid that in your business. You've mm -hmm. got to make it so easy for people to get help. So easy, frictionless. Have you heard the term frictionless before, Andrew? I think I've heard you talk about it in one of your podcasts. <laughs> with your website, with your product offering, with your marketing, mm -hmm. with your campaigning, with the actual landing page of your products, everything should be frictionless. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Zero, zero obstacles for the consumer, for the customer to experience the full breadth and depth of what you have to offer. If you go to my website or you go to any of my pages or anything like that, I don't try to hide anything. I'm very transparent. I love that you said authenticity and ethics are big for you. I never try to hide anything. I try to keep things up front. Here's the simple packages. Here's the simple way to work with me. Boom, 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 boom. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I can do for you. I don't make it about me. Creating that frictionless environment, Andrew, is going to make it, it's going to make or break it. That's everything. Definitely. And you know what, dude? It, it, here's the thing. Most young people don't get this. You do, which is awesome. Most young people, they get, they take it almost as an offense or like, or, and I was like this too when I was young because the ego is really strong in young men. Okay. Mm -hmm. As you get older, you start to learn the ego is nothing but a game. It's nothing but an apparition. All it is, it does is gets in your way. And, and, and ego, it means nothing. Ego has no bearing on your success. Um, you know, as young people, we, we we're like, well, gosh, you know, I don't want to just, you know, bend my knee and bend over backwards for the customer. You know, I'm a human being too. You got to get that crap out of your mind. Mm -hmm. If you're in this to be successful and you're in this to win, saying thank you, saying please, being being overly nice when the customer is being overly rude is going to make all the difference because you're going to get a bunch of a-holes. I know I, have. <laughs> I mean, you just are, it's natural. Yeah. You're going to get a-holes. You're going to, you're going to get people. You're going to want to be like, Oh my God, I just want to like literally punch this dude in the face. Um, but you have to fight that. You have yeah. to give them your professionalism and don't not, don't take things personally mm -hmm. and smother them with warmth, smother them with kindness, smother them with customer service that nobody else has ever experienced. Mm -hmm. Because by engaging in that, you're just going to make yourself upset and it's just going to ruin your brand. Your brand is everything. Brand, You're a good looking dude, Andrew. Like if I were you, like here's the best advice. If you really want this thing to get cooking, I mean, obviously the technical stuff, you'll figure all that out. The technical mm -hmm. stuff of product placement, website, you know, backend coding, all that stuff. You need to figure that out. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing that's going to make you successful is your branding. So what does that mean? A guy like you, Andrew, should definitely be the face of the company. 
You should be going live on Instagram. You should be doing videos on Instagram, videos on LinkedIn. Your company, your e-commerce t-shirt company or fashion, whatever company should definitely have a YouTube channel. They need to see you. They need to know you. They need to understand you, get a taste of your personality, your energy. You need to share your story. Why is this important to you? What is the purpose? What's the story behind you creating this product for the consumer? If you go all in on the story, you know, hey, I'm Andrew. I'm a third generation. Just for example, you know, here, I'll do myself. Forget you. I'll do myself. Hey, I'm Professor Nez. Uh, You know, my grandfather was one of the first people in the country to start a charter school. My, My father was a professor. I was always that kid, even growing up, where all my friends would come to me for advice. I was a coach. I'm a natural born coach, consultant, and teacher. Uh, even when I was a kid, I, I, my, I mean, I remember being 10 years old and whenever I had a friend, uh, you know, who had a problem at home, a problem at school, a problem with this, a problem with that. For some reason, I was always the go-to dude and I love doing it. I love helping people. It means the world to me. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing special about Professor Nez. I'm not trying to say I'm cool or anything. I just love making people feel like they're getting help. I love making people feel like I've inspired them. You know what I mean? Share your story. Otherwise, you're going to be just like every other product out there, which is just trying to get money. Yeah. I mean, you see these ads on Instagram, Andrew. You see these ads on Facebook. You see these ads. It's like people are just like, hey, man, you want to make a lot of money? Hey, man, I got a product. Hey, do you sitting there right now watching this Instagram Facebook ad? Do you want to make an extra $10,000 a month? It's like, <laughs> don't start with that. That's not going to get me. That's not going to get me excited. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so dude, you don't even have to do a lot of paid traffic. I mean, obviously you're going to have to do a little bit of paid traffic and that's a whole nother conversation, but dude, you putting that, that, that real soul, that beautiful soul of yours in front of people and saying, Hey, my name's Andrew Garcia. Um, I really believe in my product. I, you know, I really believe in the idea of made in the USA I got something I'd like to share with you and I'm happy to answer any questions like putting yourself out there, sharing your story, sharing your journey too would be kind of cool. Yeah. Like I know that sounds crazy, but like actually like not vlogging necessarily, but just, you know, kind of um, charting your course through video. You know, this is me and my partner starting our company. This is what we're doing. Why don't I invite you in on the journey and then posting that on your website so people can see your beginning to end that's going to be the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that I want you definitely. to write this down. Andrew, I want you to write this down. Okay. The best brands don't sell. The best companies don't sell. They share their story authentically with the world. That's what they do. The best brands don't sell products. What they do is they share their story and invite people in on their journey. That's what they do. Those are the best. And so, and so not to overthink things because you know me, Andrew, I like to keep things simple. Mm-hmm. You know, look at, look at what it says right up there. Professor Nez, discover who you are, share your story with the world. You see what it says up there, uh, Andrew, in that logo? Yeah. That's what it's all about. Discover who you are, share your story with the world. The reason I'm able to build multiple six-figure businesses, Andrew, and I'm not saying this to brag you, I'm saying this to inspire you, mm-hmm. is because I put myself out there time and time again. I let people know who I am. I don't know who you are. I mean, I know who Andrew is, but the world doesn't know. 
I mean, I could scream from the top of the Empire State Building and be like, Andrew G is the man, the myth, the legend. People are going to be like, well, I don't know who you are. <laughs> but if Andrew puts himself out there, puts a face to the brand, a personal brand, holy macadamia nut, it's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> That's going to be the difference, dude. That's going to be the difference. Again, it's customer experience, putting a face to the brand. Nobody can relate to Jeff Bezos. Nobody can. Mm -hmm. I mean, the guy's worth almost $200 billion. Yeah. Uh, when he does interview, he kind of looks like Dr. Evil, you know, from, from <laughs> Alpha Towers. You know, it's like, hi, I'm, I'm Jeff Bezos. Give me your money. Right. But, you know, why does he own 50% of the market share? Well, because he's got an amazing product. He's got an amazing service. And the key, it all started with customer experience. It all started with frictionless environments, making it easy for people to get what they needed. You know what I mean? And that's how he's built. And, and, and gotten big. But now, I want you to know this. This is important, Andrew. What he's done is he's trailblazed a pathway for other online business owners to mm -hmm. really stake their claim. Why? Because he's created the market. Now, in, in order for us to grab a piece of that market, we have to look at what these good people, these amazing companies are doing and go even better. Because what Amazon lacks right now is that customer service. Definitely. And that unique personal experience. People look at Amazon now as like a corporate evil corporation. You know what I mean? I mean, we're still going to buy products from them, of course, yeah. because it's so damn easy. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, this is where you can make your mark is you can say like, hey, we've got products made in the USA. Um, we are, uh, you know, we're young, we're hungry, scrappy, just like our country. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, we want to, we want to make a difference. We want to help. We want to actually build something that that we're proud of that we proud to put the usa label on i mean stuff like that i mean emotional storytelling that's huge i'm mm -hmm. really oh, sorry oh i really wanted to do like a like a thank you note too like in each package like you know thank you for your purchase and stuff like that and like dude that stuff that. that stuff is absolutely huge that stuff is absolutely huge and even if like like if you made it even more personal and more unique, let's say somebody from, you know, let's say somebody from uh, uh, Wisconsin bought your your product, bought your shirt, you know, and even throwing in the thank you note, like go, go cheeseheads, go Packers, stuff oh, like yeah. that. Like those little things are everything. It's like, wow, this guy cares. Mm -hmm. This isn't just a run of the mill thank you note, personal attention. Now you can only do this so much, right? Like if you're, if you're going to scale and grow, uh, you know, it's going to be difficult to do that, but, but yeah. starting off that way and creating that experience already gaining their trust, you won't have to do it, you know, repetitiously. You can do it as much as you can. I would mm -hmm. definitely advise you to be as attentive as possible, but you know, people are, people understand that you can't, you know, you can't just do that for everybody, right? Yeah. Like Jeff Bezos can't write a thank you note for everybody who buys a product on Amazon and <laughs> Andrew G Andrew G is not going to be able to do that, you know, five, six years from now when he's bigger than Amazon. So, so dude, dude, uh, uh, what you just said right there, those thank you notes and those personal attentiveness, that's everything, brother, everything. That's a, that's actually a really smart idea too, because who's doing that? I mean, nobody's really doing that. Yeah, you know that I do, uh, you, you know, Andrew, that I do executive career coaching for LinkedIn, right? Mm -hmm. And so I tell clients this too, check this out. You know, I tell clients all the time, I say, you know, after the interview, even if the interview went terrible or you think it went terrible, because sometimes this guy can lie to us, actually mm -hmm. 
90 percent of the time this guy lies to us um write a personal thank you note to the interviewer and you could do this in electric form in in in, in an electric e-letter mm-hmm. or it would be better if you did it like you actually mailed it to their office and I'm telling you right now, that has paid massive, massive dividends. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many clients, just by writing that thank you note, they've not only gotten the job, but you know, they didn't even have the qualifications or the experience, and they beat the competition just by taking that extra step. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Again, this all revolves around experience. This all resolves around, revolves around personal attention. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, it's huge. It's just absolutely huge. What do you think are the biggest challenges that you're facing right now with getting this thing off the ground? Talk to me. I want to help. Mm. What are the biggest challenges you're facing right now? Or is this, or is there something else you want to talk about? I don't care. I'm game. <laughs> I, no, I think this is a good one. I, I know the first thing was definitely money um, because I have been part-time working and my friend as well. He's also part-time, but he, I think he works like two jobs right now. So him and I are both trying to do what we can to scrounge up enough to, uh, you know, split because we, we split everything down the middle. So is it just, is it just the two of you guys? Yeah, it's just the two of okay. us. Um, okay. Because if I were to do it alone, whew, I think it, ha- I think it cost me at least starting with a good amount of products. So, cause we're, we're going to start with four. So four plus the designs because of like how int- intricate they can be. Uh, we're looking at at least $12,000 as a startup. So That's not bad. That's not um, bad. That's so, actually pretty good, I mean, considering. Yeah. Um, Let me ask it, you a question really fast before we get to the partnership and before we get to the money. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that's really important is to understand the marketplace before you kind of you know, invest thousands and thousands of dollars. Have you guys done enough? And, and I'm, and if you, have you already invested a lot of money in this? Uh, not too much. Just no, we, we haven't started with uh, the, we haven't gotten printed yet or we haven't purchased the shirts yet. Cause I'm waiting the inventory. for, um, you don't have inventory yet, right? Yeah. No inventory. Okay. So here's what I wanted to ask you. Have you actually tested these, these, uh, you know, I mean, they call this in the corporate world, they call this market research, right? Mm-hmm. Have you have you come to any kind of understanding that there's definitely a market for these and definitely a market for your specific type of niche? Uh, from seeing the popularity of certain designs, I could definitely see the uh, appeal to it. Um, Good. And then in terms of, at least from, I guess it would be like an insider for like the printing place. When we showed him some of the designs, he's like, oh, these are really good. I've never seen these before. Awesome. So that's definitely awesome. like a good, uh, a good yeah, because I always like to, I mean, that's a good sign because I always like to tell people, you know, to do, to, to test the marketplace, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to, like, we always do this with, with marketing and advertising. We don't just put thousands of dollars behind a Facebook campaign or Instagram mm-hmm. campaign or Google search without testing it first. We test it with just a little bit amount. And then if we see that it's getting, you know, if it's performing the way we want it to perform, then we add more dollars to it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and dude, and dude, here's the thing, Andrew, a part of me just wants to even detract me even asking that question about market research, because dude, this is going to be the greatest business school you've ever gone through. Mm-hmm. Like this is this experience, this endeavor. And I, I also, you know, you, you know, this, I talk a lot about expectations and mindset. 
I want two things I want to tell you. Number one, there is not a successful person in the, on the planet who has not failed multiple, multiple times. There's, yeah. you, there's not one successful person out there. Give one, Mark Cuban, doesn't matter. Anybody, any business, Bill Gates, Elon Musk. Elon Musk got fired from PayPal. Um, and look at Elon Musk now. He's like the third richest, fourth richest guy. He just passed, yeah. I think he just passed Warren Buffett. Um, again, it's not about money. It's about impact, right? Mm-hmm. But but, but I, I want you to know this. Number one, um, failure doesn't mean anything other than, okay, let's try something else. Mm-hmm. Remember, adaptation times infinity, right? Um, number two, take the experience like most successful people do. There's two ways you can look at failure. You can look at failure as like, well, I guess I wasn't meant to do this. I'm going to go back and work at the post office or whatever and get a nine to five job. Or number two, which most successful people do, and this is how I want you to look at it. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to set you up for any. I'm just saying this is a good mindset to have. Um, because when I said, did you test the market first and all that, I I almost want you to even forget about all that. I want you to do this no matter what, whether there's a market there or not, because by actually executing and by actually experiencing what it takes to run a business, not like these professors at the business school who've never started a business before, right? Um, you're getting way more experience than you'll ever get in a classroom or a book. Mm -hmm. And you'll be able to use that and implement that experience for your next endeavor. Does that make sense? Yeah. This is the greatest education. And actually, as a matter of fact, and I know you know the saying, failure is a great teacher. You know, uh, uh, it, you, you just learn and adapt as you grow. I'm not saying failure is inevitable, but I'm mm-hmm. saying that like failure, don't look at failure. Don't look at like, man, we're not making enough money the first quarter or first year or second year. Building a business takes time. Mm-hmm. Building a real business, a real business takes a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of patience, and a ton of work. And I think you know that. But I just want to remind you because I get a lot of clients, Andrew, and they're like, hey, Nez, what's going on, man? My, my store's not making any money. And I'm like, well, how long have you been doing it? Three months. Like, Dude, give me a break. Bro. Like, I didn't make money my first year, year and a half of running my business, for crying out loud. You're not going to make money right away. It's going to happen over time. you got to build yeah. it. Like you said, I love how you said it earlier. I was listening very closely to you, Andrew. You said, I want to make profit that I can reinvest in the business. That's huge. Mm-hmm. You're not looking to make profit so you can go buy a G-Wagon. You know what I mean? <laughs> like You're making profit so you can reinvest in the business. And hopefully your partner, and, and maybe if, if you, if you, you know, you can have him watch this too. You know what I mean? Um, uh, uh, what's real? Hey, what's his name again, Andrew? His name's John. Hey, John, if you're watching. You've got an amazing partner here, brother. Seriously, amazing. I'm sure you're amazing too, but AG is the man, the myth, the legend. Um, you know, uh, uh, if you guys, if you guys understand this together, you know, then, then, then there's nothing that's going to stop you. You're going to be bulletproof. I promise you have the right expectations. Understand that building a real business, not a fancy Instagram coconut and yachts business, mm-hmm but just a real business where there's sweat, toil, blood, everything that's unsexy that goes into building a business, understand those aspects and you're bulletproof. Mm -hmm. I agree more. (laughs) Yeah. And dude, I'm here for you too. Also, if you ever have any questions, if you ever have anything, you're like, Hey, Nez, I'd like to, what do you think about this? Or Hey, Nez, I wanted to ask you about this. Always feel free to reach out to me. You know, you can. Definitely.
Yeah. Yeah. You're honestly, you are like my number one source for like a lot of motivation, um, business ideas. Just like <laughs> I'm all Nez up here. That's business. awesome. It's, I mean, that, that means the absolute world to me, dude. I really appreciate that. And dude, the fact that you're receptive to all that and the fact that it's hitting you and it's making an impact on you just tells me and shows me that you you're cut out for this. Mm-hmm. You're cut out for this because everything that I'm talking about is stuff that I went through. Everything that I'm talking about, all the lessons, all the, you know, I mean, the reason I talk about mindset so much is because I went through hell with my mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The reason I talk about, you know, businesses and all that is because I've been running businesses since I was 13 years old. Uh, I helped my mom run her very first uh, retail business. And now she's got several retail businesses and I'm mm-hmm. still giving her advice. I'm still counseling her. I'm still helping her. Uh, you know, I've built multiple online businesses. So I've done this. I'm not just a professor who's pontificating in front of a classroom who's never stepped foot inside of a real entrepreneurial venture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all about experience. And and so what I'm saying is, is that if this is hitting you, if you're like getting inspired by this, you were cut out for this. That's all the more reason, Andrew, I don't want you to take setbacks. Never mind. Forget the word failure. Mm-hmm. Really, they're just they're just they're just uh, uh, temporary setbacks. I've I've experienced a million of them. Temporary setbacks are going to happen. It's how you react to them that make all the difference. It's how you handle them that makes all mm-hmm. the difference. Adaptation times infinity. Does that make sense? Definitely. I'm gonna write that down too. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, dude, the, you know the reason the reason it's so important to set your expectations because. You know, if you've got unrealistic expectations, you're going to quit. You're going to get burnt out. Yeah. You know, I counsel, uh, uh, you know, I coach a lot of clients, you know, trying to build their brand on YouTube. And they're like, this, I've been doing this for three months. I only have 100 subscribers. I'm like, dude, that's awesome that you have 100 subscribers, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, are you, what are you kidding me? You know how many people don't get 100 subscribers for a year and you got it in three months and you're not happy? Like, it just blows my mind. It's not about that. It's about creating value. And doing that as much as possible, as consistently as possible. Mm-hmm. And it'll happen. Like, dude, I've been on YouTube since 2016. I only have, I, I say only because I appreciate all of them. I've got like 4,500, uh, almost 5,000 subscribers. Most people would think, Nez, by now you should have 100,000 subscribers. I'm going to get there. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I'm going to get there. I don't need 100,000 subscribers right now. I'm going to get there. I'm, I'm fine. I'm just doing what I need to be doing. And I'm growing, you know, as fast as I can and, and, and hopefully will grow faster, but I'm not worried about that. I'm doing great. I'm doing what I love to do. And so that's all that matters. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, I've been wondering though, like how I could, um, yeah, eventually make a YouTube channel and like how to implement the clothing for that because i know you say tell the story with it um i think we're also trying to maybe see because my friend he does like a lot of hip-hop dancing so oh, maybe nice. get, get a lot of his classes show a lot of his classes like what he's doing while wearing the clothing and are you, you guys know. on tiktok at all we have an account we just haven't made anything yet though yeah <laughs> yeah i know it seems kind of weird because like 28 right you think like well i'm way too old for tiktok but uh, I've got I know people who are in their fifties who've got like a million followers. It's it's nuts. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm on TikTok, but I'm I'm not on TikTok if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but you know I know a lot of people who are crushing it on TikTok, and a lot of people are talking about TikTok being bigger than potentially bigger than Instagram soon. You know, mm-hmm. 
I think Instagram is releasing something like they always do, like they do with Snapchat. I think Instagram is releasing something called Reels, uh, where really? it's basically their version of TikTok. So <laughs> Instagram is stealing TikTok like they stole Snapchat stories. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, though, Snapchat kind of failed on their app. It used to be a lot better, but once they started changing it, it got a little bit weird. Um, and then TikTok, there's a lot of controversy with TikTok. Right yeah, now. there's actually a lot of co- there, there's there's even a, a, oper- a, a chance. I don't know how big of a chance it is. I've been hearing about this that TikTok could be in a lot of trouble le- through legalities and stuff. I don't know, but hey, I want to say this, Andrew. Before we get out of here, I just want to say this. Number one, don't overthink this thing. Just mm-hmm. just trust your gut, trust your instinct, and just do it. Even if you fumble, mumble, stumble, adapt, adapt, adapt. Right. And, and customer frictionless environment, consumer experience, customer service should be at the very height of your priority list. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, you're going to be on fire and dude, I'm here. If you ever need anything, brother. Thank you. All right, man. I appreciate it. Well, Hey, have a, have a wonderful, wonderful day. And, uh, let me know how things are going. Keep in touch with me and we'll talk soon, brother. Okay. Yeah, we'll do. I'll send you um, whatever updates I got for the. the yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah, totally. You. Totally. Send me that stuff. Absolutely, dude. All awesome. right, Andrew. It's been great catching up with you, brother. All right. Same. Take care. Hey, guys, I'm so appreciative. And I just want to say a huge thank you for listening to our podcast. It means so much to me. We work so hard to bring you the best topics, to bring you the best advice, the best tutorials, the best teachings, helping you to build your standout personal brand so you can earn more, grow faster, and stress less. If you're interested in joining us on the live stream chat, this would really, really mean a lot to me. I would love to see you there. I've been live streaming since 2015 on social media, started off on Periscope, and I've done over a thousand broadcasts. And I love the transition to podcasting that I made a couple of years ago. Um, I'm still a huge live video lover and nut job, as I kind of affectionately call myself. And I'd love to see you there. So the best way to do that right now, we don't have a set schedule uh, for going live. I apologize. Uh, Just time, circumstances, and my business, and all my other uh, responsibilities and obligations kind of prevent that. But I try to go live as much as possible. So what I'd love for you to do is I'd love for you to go to LinkedIn and follow my LinkedIn page. Just click the follow button. Go to uh, LinkedIn.com and then just search for Professor Nez and you'll see me. Um, Also, I would like for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel because we go live on YouTube a lot as well. Um, You can also follow me on Twitter at Professor Nez because we go live on Twitter Live, a.k.a. Periscope. And so I would just love to see you guys there. We have an amazing, amazing Nez Nation audience filled with podcasters, business owners, live streamers, content creators, coaches, trainers, consultants. I mean, you name it. We've got this awesome community of people coming together, bringing more humanness to this digitalness. And I would love, love to see you there. Again, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. If you could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that would mean the most to me. And let me know. Also, feel free to leave comments on the live stream posts on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. 
and let me know what kind of topics are burning in your chest. Hey, Nez, I want to learn more about social media marketing. Hey, Nez, I want to learn more about how to circumvent time management, anxiety, depression, being an entrepreneur. Hey, Nez, I want to learn more about building a personal brand. I want to learn more about building content. Whatever it is, if it's related to mindset and messaging, hell, even if it's not related to that, if there's something you want me to talk about, something you even want to reach out to me about, feel free to please leave those comments. I'm happy to oblige. I want to serve you guys as best as I can. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll see you next time.